Hello and welcome back. My name is Luke and you're listening to another episode of the Next Stage Podcast. Optimize MDMA dosing, psychedelic precision medicine, LSD neutralizing. The language and landscape of psychiatry is changing fast. Hear from Robert Barrow, CEO of biotech company MindMed, on how we can improve the treatment of mental health issues. You'll also discuss how specialized psychological therapy can be adapted into mainstream medical care. Raise your hand if you have ever gone to therapy or are seeing a therapist or are actively considering therapy as, as part of your life going forward. Yeah, wow. Like I would say that it is genuinely about 70%, which is incredible. Good. Rob, I think, doesn't this just show, show us where we're at in terms of therapy 2.0 and where psychedelics might fit into everything? Yeah. Talk to me, talk to me about therapy in 2021. I think there's been an enormous awareness of the mental health problem that has been there for a long time, but yeah. has been much more openly discussed and has been growing in recent years. I think everyone coming out of the last two and a, two years of the pandemic yeah. now has, has experienced some level of anxiety or, or, uh, uh, challenges yeah. mentally. So, um, I think it's a fantastic thing that we see so many people engaging in this and yeah. we hope to, to have a new path. Yeah, because that's right. Like the, the first thing that you, you can do on the step to, to managing your mental health is like kind of admitting to yourself and, and being vulnerable and saying, I want help that's or right. I need help, you know? Absolutely. No, I think uh, awareness is uh, often used in a number of fields, but it's especially important here. Yeah, and yeah. It's the first row. And now, in terms of your work with MindMed, I think a lot of us would struggle to rattle off an elevator pitch on psychedelics if we were asked to, I certainly would. Yeah. So tell me what comes under like the umbrella of psychedelics and your work with MindMed. Yes, so we, we have a number of programs. So we have multiple molecules we're developing, one of which I think everyone will have heard of in some capacity is uh, LSD, which we're developing for yeah. generalized anxiety disorder. We also have other re related molecules to the classic psychedelics that some of which are not even hallucinogens, some of which do not uh, have that the consciousness or perception altering uh, aspects, but we're developing for a number of different disease indications for opioid withdrawal, for anxiety, uh, ADHD, and we're now, we just recently announced a, a new program for the R and antimer of MDMA to look at uh, patients with autism spectrum disorder. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we think about therapy within the context of healthcare, you know, like, it is famously the problem of our time, isn't it? That healthcare as it is, the world over, is reactive rather than proactive. So tell me how your work with MindMed and, and psychedelics, the whole area of psychedelics, can, can kind of start to give us tools to help us to be more proactive with managing our health. Because it's about the tools, isn't it? I, I think it is. And, and you know, very much you look at, at the importance of reimbursement and yeah. the, the availability of, of mental health care and, and psychotherapy and yeah. throughout the world and, and for us in the States in particular, yeah. it's something that's not paid for very often and it's very hard to access at a high level. And so um, if we can bring new tools into the market, which allow sort of an acceleration yeah. uh, of the therapeutic process, we certainly think that's a, a great advantage yeah. uh, to and, mental health. And tell me about therapy and psychedelic side by side. Like is can you have one without the other? Like, is it complementary? Yeah. Talk to me about like the, that kind of like that sort of dual sort of like toolkit. If you will. It, it is a very interesting topic and one that is not 
settled yet. So I think the common thinking is that psychotherapy is an essential component of delivering psychedelics. And we certainly think it's advantageous. I mean, of course, our chief medical officer is a psychiatrist. We all yeah. have uh, a great respect and, and value for psychotherapy. Yeah. It is an interesting question that we need to answer as a field of whether or not it is, is required to have a benefit with the yeah. psychedelics or if it's just an additive benefit. Because we know, for instance, that with SSRIs and the standard antidepressants, you see improvements with the addition of psychotherapy. So it's an open question and something we really need to fully yeah. explore. Yeah, one that I don't have the answer to or you, or right. I don't think exactly. anyone in this, in this room is all. And when it comes to, say, healthcare, like, like, like the system itself, and, you're, and when you're getting investment and everything, tell me what the, what the kind of, like where you are at with the investment in MindMed at the moment. Yeah, so we're, we are uh, happy to say we are a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ. We've had uh, enormous right. investor support So we can all get on board. We can all get we involved. We can all get on board. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're yeah. excited to welcome everyone who wants to get on the, the MindMed journey with us. Yeah. And um, we, we have a, a market cap of about a billion dollars and we've had a lot of, of uh, investor support to date and looking to build on that into the next uh, months and years. Right. And like where, bring us into the room with, investors and when you're when you're trying to raise and like obviously like you're not doing too badly obviously the conversations yeah. are going well but are you is, is are there is there far more openness now to to that to that area of, of psychedelics and and what like what what are the key questions that they have for you when they're a little bit cautious when they're like psychedelics like hallucinogenics what like what are, what are, what are the key questions for them to kind of yeah. get on board for for them to sort of like come in and Support. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily what most of us would expect. So most of investors who are, are familiar with uh, investing in the pharmaceutical world and, and CNS in particular are very supportive and open and have gotten very quickly on board with the approach of psychedelics. The biggest questions ultimately end up around intellectual property, around how we're going to actually deliver these therapies, because if it's a, a many hour, 8, 10, 12 hour uh, trip, for lack of a better word. Yeah or treatment session, uh, it, it's an open question of how are we going to get that, these out into the broader world. And we have some really uh, important ideas we think that will be able to facilitate the more, more generalizable accessibility of, of these therapies. But ultimately, everyone wants, everyone wants to know, it's one thing to get a drug approved. It's another thing to get it out to the world. I think we've seen with, with the COVID vaccines, exactly. for instance. And so exactly. we need to be thinking about how we can deliver this at scale so that everyone in need can access it as well. Yeah. And you, you mentioned COVID there, uh, they have to pick the big C word. Where, how has it changed your business and, and your focus? And are you seeing that more than ever, yeah. the work that you do is so important? Like how, like how take, us, take us through the last kind of few months and, and how, how, how the pandemic has impacted you guys. Yeah, we see just throughout the world, there are a number of statistics that, that speak to the growth and mental health issues over the last several decades, yeah. but especially over the last two years, uh, it affects everyone everywhere in the world. And we've seen an enormous growth, particularly in adolescents and, and children. And, and uh, ultimately, I think coming out of the pandemic, this is not a problem that's going to go away uh, just because we have you know, worldwide vaccination or, or we enter the other side of it. It's going to be a problem that's with us for, for many years to come and yeah. one we hope to, to really have an impact on. Yeah. And if, if we think about, again, more kind of more, more tools in the, in the, in the armor kit, yeah. I think, you know, if we're, if we're thinking about mental health and, and how we kind of, how we have traditionally sort of like 
like what, what are, were our go-tos traditionally. You know, antidepressants is something that like was was kind of like a go-to, wasn't right. it? Especially, you know, especially like from like doctors just prescribing, off you go. Is that more of a band-aid though? It's more of a temporary fix rather than curing the long-term problem. And how does psychedelics change? Like how does that psychedelics work differently to help us with our mental health? Yeah, SSRIs are you know a wonder drug in many respects. I mean, they they're they're fantastic and they have had a huge impact helping patients throughout throughout psychiatry and mental health. Yeah. There are problems though. You know, a lot right. of patients don't like the side effects. Um, they are not effective in everyone. We have a, a number of antidepressants and still many patients fail multiple antidepressants. And, and you know, they're indicated for a number of psychiatric diseases. Yeah, yeah. They're also, you know, they're relatively safe molecules. So yeah. uh, we, we see that they get broadly prescribed and they're highly accessible. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think we, we don't want to turn our back on the treatment options available, but the yeah. psychedelics offer an entirely new treatment paradigm, one where you have a single or, or only a few dosing sessions, yeah. and the effects seem to persist for many months, the, the positive effects of, of those sessions. And mm -hmm. so, ultimately, we need to prove out how long it lasts, how effective it is, how safe it is to yeah. administer. Um, but if we have this new tool in our, in our arsenal to fight mental health, and it'd be a, a revolutionary change in how we think about mental health and the treatment of psychiatric exactly, disorders. Exactly. And are you having conversations with doctors specializing in mental health and psychiatrists and everything? Like, what are those conversations like? Are they skeptical still? I, I, I'm very happy to say they're not. No, I think, Good. if anything, they, we've seen in psychiatry an enormous yeah. interest, just really? an enormous support. Um, you know, we, because we I think they're looking at like the you know I, I think I don't I, I don't have the, the statistics right now but I feel like we we it's we could almost say that we're kind of in the middle of a mental health crisis the oh. world over I like I feel like it's 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 never been more on like on people's lips before and but like you know this is the first time people are like admitting that they need right. help you know and like that's the first step as long as you like you just need to start talking about it but. So are, are they at a point now where they're like, hey, let's be open to everything? Because they're saying that actually traditional medicine, like, well, it obviously hasn't worked, you know? I, yeah, I, I think so. And I think that, that psychiatrists in particular feel well equipped because they have such a deep uh, understanding yeah. of the therapeutic process and such deep insights into psychiatric disorders that they they see this again as a, a new tool that could be completely revolutionary. And, and I think if you imagine their craft, they have yeah. been working in a space where there's been almost no innovation for the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, so to see an entirely new approach, one that we've seen, for instance, LSD we know has been dosed in clinical studies in over a thousand patients, yeah. relatively safe from the data we have, mm -hmm. seems to work well in a number of, of important and intractable conditions. And yeah. so, um, to have some a new tool like that for physicians is an incredible advance. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that we will get to a point where it will be more freely available, like uh, like a, a side by side with traditional medicine, like on prescriptions? Certainly. Yeah. You know, I think as we that's reach the, that's approval, the that's the goal, that's the of course. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the the concept here is that one day you go to your doctor, and instead of them saying, "Well, I'm going to give you a, a prescription for Zoloft or Prozac," they say, "Well." those are options, but we could also try yeah. uh, LSD or we could try psilocybin or we, yeah. could, we could explore these other options. We see an enormous growth in the availability of ketamine and S-ketamine, yeah. not a psychedelic, but yeah. uh, you know, parallel kind of, of concept where it's an entirely new treatment approach. It's something that really could, could change the landscape.
And do you think we ever will cure mental illness? I know it's a massive yeah. question, but I feel there is more of an, a, a kind of, yeah, well, like an admitting, but there's more, more, more people are, are more inclined to, to, to kind of seek out tools now, aren't they? Whereas before we just kind of, yeah, we were just like, okay, well, I'm having an off day, hopefully tomorrow will be better. Whereas I feel people are actually putting time, money, resources into looking after their mental health, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think like with many areas of medicine, early intervention is an important thing. And so I, I wouldn't Being ever... proactive rather than Yeah, reactive. well said. I think uh, we would never use the, the cure word to, to say that we're yeah. going to cure mental health or even necessarily cure a particular disease. It's something yeah. that is a, a great ambition, but something that is very, very hard and unlikely to be done completely. Mm -hmm. uh, what we, we do think we can do is change the course of an individual's disease. And if we can ultimately Huge, set them, like so you're changing like the pathway of like from like diagnosis to cure. Or yeah, I, I think that's right. I think if you think of someone's uh, uh, life progressing down a series of yeah. of uh, junctures and you can think of a sort of branching path of life. And if you can intervene early and in a way that really resets the trajectory and puts them in a direction where they can have long term yeah. improvements, the drug doesn't have to be present chronically to have a yeah. chronic impact. Yeah. And tell me what, what is your what is the focus for you you guys over the next like twenty twenty two, what's what's the what's the big plan? Because if you're a public company now, like we all we all can get involved. Yeah. Uh, we have a number of trials that we're getting started, phase two clinical trials, one yeah. of LSD and generalized anxiety disorder by the end of this year, another in adult ADHD. We have a, a program uh, that's going into opioid withdrawal treatment uh, that will be starting in 2022. And so really it's it's advancing our drug development programs, building on the pipeline we have, uh, ultimately trying to go as efficiently and, and quickly as possible towards regulatory approvals. Yeah. And is there, are you focused on any particular geography at all? Like are, like America or Europe or, or where, like, are you seeing... Are you seeing kind of more more of a will in in certain areas rather than like some more than others? Yeah, certainly our, our focus initially is on on the U.S. and Europe, right. um, and, and looking for approvals in those two yeah. geographies. Yeah. Beyond is there, that, there's, is there, there's a lot of politics involved. I'd say is there like, in terms of like with healthcare and. Yeah, you know, I, I think I would. I would big conversations. I'd say there's a big too. conversation, and yeah. uh, you know. I, I, not so much politics as it is just getting through administrative processes and, and engaging proactively um, with, for instance, in the U.S., the DEA and FDA. Um, I, I think they need to be commended uh, as publicly as possible yeah. for the endorsement that they've given in, in allowing these to proceed. I think right. what, what we could ask for is a, an objective consideration of or reconsideration of the psychedelics. And yeah. that's what we've gotten so far. So we're really uh, happy with the, the partnerships we've been able to develop there. and. Yeah and look forward to growing on those. Yeah, well, a lot done more to do. Yes. <laughs> Always more to do. Amazing, Rob. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Thank yeah. you, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you want to hear, be sure to check us out on any of our social media accounts or visit websummit.com. That's websummit.com. And be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're hearing this podcast now.